The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Super Speedway. It, it, it reassures me that I still have that excitement and that feeling of winning and, and going out and competing. People ask, why do you, how do you keep doing it every weekend? That right there, that feeling, that excitement, that little kid feeling, uh, being able to come back. And I wouldn't say it was a dream because I didn't know anything about this sport when I started. Uh, so I'm just here taking it all in, enjoying it, and making the most of it. But again, that's not supposed to happen. We're not supposed to run with these big teams. What the hell? Somebody can drive. Welcome to episode 125 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, September 10th, 2019. I'm your host, Eric Young. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, I guess I can't say I'm joined by you. You're joining me, I'm sir. joining you. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, week three of the uh, hunker down version of the podcast. <laughs> well, it's even more hunker down today. We've just yeah. had a tornado warning. Yeah, we survived that. I, don't, I think the sirens are done going off in the background now. Yep, and Ellie, if you can't hear, Ellie's running around <laughs> in the background. So yeah. we've got uh, our third person on the podcast today so yep so if there's noise and whatever then you're gonna I mean, have to deal with it you guys know we're not a professional podcast so listen we're dads this <laughs> right. is what we do exactly right on exactly our wives are generous enough to let us even do this so. right <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to deal with some background noise once in a while it's, it is what it is it's amazing they put up with this oh my god how long have we been doing it now? this will be the third year yeah i mean yeah i think we both probably out kicked our coverage a little bit <laughs> yeah so i yeah i don't know why i think so i don't I think even so. know why they stick around i don't honestly. know either but. uh but james i would like you to tell me what the name of the race was that we had this weekend <laughs> i even put it in the notes for you i was a good i was a good student <laughs> the big machine vodka 400 at the brickyard powered by florida georgia line from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. <laughs> you know, uh, Florida Georgia Line didn't even attend the race. They, they were they there. Didn't? No, they were there for a minute. Oh, they actually, I shouldn't say they didn't attend. They were there. They played a concert in Mount Pleasant on Sunday. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so they couldn't stay at the race the entire time. Wow. Anyway, and Mount Pleasant, for those who are listening out of state, Mount Pleasant is, what, an hour from here? Yeah, where we are, where like we that. sit right now? Something so, like that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm still... So not quite sure where your town is in relationship to everything, because yeah, like the only reason I've ever come to this town is to come to your house. Yeah, we're smack dab in the middle of everything. That's about <laughs> all you need to know. There you go. Um, Kevin Harvick gets the win at the Brickyard. Um, dominates the race. Yeah, he was flat out just bulldozed everybody. Right? I mean, yeah, 118 laps led, and just yeah, he he won uh, won a stage and the race, and I mean that was it. But here's the thing, like, I don't know about you, James, but now, of course, I watch it in segments and watch it from my phone. So a little bit different experience for me this week than normal. Yeah, me too. But f- despite the fact that he, he dominated the race, I mean, what do we have? How many laps were in this stupid thing? 160. Uh, 160. So 118 of 160 laps. I thought it was a good race. I yeah, mean, I didn't even a, realize how much he dominated it. Until, yeah, it was a good race. There was a lot of action. A lot of, for some reason, Indianapolis has been piling up wrecks over the last few yeah, years. So we had, wild. we have a lot of tension. Um, this race actually, as a cutoff, seems to be. I know it's it's going away next year, right. but it seems to have improved the racing a little bit. Yeah, you know, you had a lot of pressure on Johnson. Um, you had the the Newman Suarez battle that we were kind of paying attention to, and then. 
Um, you know, when Kyle Busch went out, that was a kind of a game changer too. Because mm-hmm. um, he was pretty much a threat as well. I mean, he wasn't, you know, probably didn't have the car that Harvick had. but No, but he, he was, was working he was toward improving all and day like they do. Exactly. And that's what Kyle Busch has been doing all season. That team's good. And, and the fact that... Uh, um, he had issues and I know Denny Hamlin hit the wall, but his car just erupted in practice. Yeah. Um, and just some weird stuff from JGR this weekend too. Um, and Jones had trouble. So it was a, it was a weird day for some contenders, but they had nothing to lose. None of these guys did. Definitely. So do you think, does this, does, does this change next year with this race not being a cutoff race? I think it will probably see something different, but we may see a hotter slicker Indianapolis. I mean, right. we're running Indy in July, which is going to be, could maybe lead to some tough, for driving it's you know. really easy to say that this race has gotten better because it's a cutoff race it just seems to but I, richmond has sucked as a cutoff race yeah richmond wasn't for good quite a while yeah so i don't know that that really i mean the racing style has changed and this this package has definitely changed it yeah but we didn't have this package last year and last year no. was a good race at indy yeah last year was a good race and the year year before when um when Casey Kane won, that yeah. got wild. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Was, that wasn't so much a good race. It just was a ridiculous ending. Yeah. And Ellie's trying exciting. to Ellie's trying to chime in as yeah, well. Yeah, she wants to be on the podcast. I don't know who her favorite driver is yet, but <laughs> she'll tell us. <laughs> um, so you got here in the notes. Where do we rank Kevin Harvick in the playoffs? Uh, I'll let you start. Where? What do we think of him in, in the playoffs right now? I slot him behind. I have the – I don't know how you want to rank the JGR contingent of Hamlin, Bush, and Truex. Right. But – I still think Harvick's one behind those guys, but he's getting warmer, right? He's been running yeah. really good these last few weeks, as he does. I mean, Kevin Harvick's Kevin Harvick, and that team's going to be really good regardless, but um, he racked up some wins later in the season on some different types of tracks. Um, looking pretty good. I think he's probably the best non-JGR threat, right? Probably ahead of Logano and, and Kez? I th- yeah, I think so. Um, I... I was on the radio in, in Toledo earlier today, and I said, and as I started to say it, I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Harvick's a sleeper. I mean, kind he's a sleeper of, yeah. right now. He's He's been such a dominant driver, especially last season. This year, he's struggled. He's a sleeper. He's he's getting mm-hmm. good at the point where it matters. Yeah, and you remember when they switched to Ford in 2017, and they that team wasn't any good yep. all year, but they were consistent. And all of a sudden, at the end of the year, they started to build speed. Right. And Harvick won Texas late and then went into the Final Four as a, I, I mean, as good of a contender as anybody. This season's, I mean, he's performed a little better this season uh, than he did in 2017 still. But um, coming, man. The guy's coming. He's running yeah. well. His his average finish isn't great this year compared to, I mean, last year he was, I mean, he, it's hard to compare with what he did last year right. with what he's doing this year. but. Um, in regards to a lot of the contenders, I mean, he's he's right there. He had a bad run at Bristol, but other than that, he's he's ripped off um, nothing but top fives and top tens since Loudon. So you know who Kevin Harvick reminds me of this year? Jo- that, Joey Logano. A little bit. It's Joey that's Logano good, last season. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to uh, that, that's a good comparison. He's I like not that. on anybody's radar right now, but he's getting good at the right point. Yeah. Puts off a couple wins here in the playoffs, gets himself in that final four, and nobody's gonna be watching for him. Yeah, I, you know, it's weird to say that he's a sleeper. I mean, everybody re- realizes what he did last year. Um, but yeah, you're right. That's a great comp. I'm pulling up Joey's stats from last year, so I want to get a because Joey only won three races last year right. compared to you know the eight and eight <laughs> Harvick and, and Bush had. Right. Um, but heading into the uh, heading into the playoffs last year, Logano. Um, again, he was pretty consistent. He had a couple of bad finishes, but he was just top fiving everybody to death, top mm-hmm. fives and top tens. And then once we got uh, once we got past India and went to Vegas, he was just solid. This... He had he had one race outside the top ten, and then he had he was already locked into the final four when he crashed at Phoenix. This so system good. favors that 
type of season. Um, you know, we it's had like baseball a little yeah. bit, you know, how baseball teams get hot. Exactly. Yeah. And we had Martin Truex Jr. Do it with just racking up stage points and then, and then winning when he should. But if you really look at the system, I don't think, I think when the story is written on the system, the guy who wins the championship generally isn't going to be that guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's set up to be that way. And that's yeah, what's exciting about it. Yeah. It, there's an imbalance, right? There's yeah. the, the top contenders. I mean, last year's the best example. You had two guys really. Uh, in and Truex, I think I would lump in, him in there too. But yeah. um, Harvick and, and Bush were so dominant, and then you just the you, one guy who balance. wasn't supposed to win won. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, you went to the I final mean, four, and there was the three guys yeah. we talked about all season, and Logano, yeah. you know, Logano took it to him the whole year. We talked about who's going to be the fourth guy, and the fourth guy is the one who won the championship. Yeah, exactly. So, so who knows what'll happen this year? Um, probably the biggest news on the weekend: Jimmy Johnson. Um, yeah, it's had a, over. He had a decent day. I mean, for the most part, it was going well. I was well. going to text you. He was there. Um, <laughs> what, where did he finish that first stage? Um, he had a top, was he, was he sixth or Something fifth? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, but he was behind Newman still. But I thought, man, he's making it interesting. It's not over. Mm-hmm. He um, seemed to have some fire. Yeah, he topped little, 10 in stage two as well. A little too much fire, though. A little too much fire, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whose fault was that? What do you think? Battling Byron. So, quick synopsis, he was battling Byron um, in, in the corner and... It was, I'd say, Kurt Busch was on the outside, wasn't he? Was it Kurt on the outside? Uh, yeah, it was the, well, it was the contingent, the three of them, I think. Yeah, uh, whoever was on the outside, it was their fault most of all. Yeah. But it's just three wide at Indy. It's just racing. I mean, you, yeah. first of all, when when did we ever talk about three wide at Indy? Not very often. <laughs> not on the court, yeah, not in the yeah, corner. I know. it's uh, The restarts were great, by the way. There was some good stuff going on there. But, you know, Jimmy, I think, was, he, the way he sounded on the radio, he was upset with Byron. Yeah. Um, it looked like he, Byron kind of. There was a but there Byron was a bobble. Didn't have anywhere to go. He I, yeah, it's a up. racing deal. It's a racing deal. Yeah, I just I think yeah, you're three wide. And Jimmy's gonna be upset because of everything he lost. You know, mm-hmm. I mean the streak's over. He's not gonna win. Chasing eight's over. Right. Until next year, he's gonna try it again. Now um, does, does Jimmy gonna win this year? Now pressure's I mean, off. Yeah, pressure's off. Just go for it, right? Yeah. They said they've been getting faster, and I mean, yeah, you can see the car. The team's getting better, but still, the, to to get beat out the way that they did, they just limped it to the end there. Yeah. Um, but to, yeah, to, to have your 300 teammates and you'd be the only one out. That's so strange right. that he's the, you know, he's the worst performing guy out there, but they had some turmoil on their team. A lot of turnover this year. Um, easy to see why, yep. but uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's just weird. We're not going to have to worry about Jimmy Johnson <laughs> winning a championship. Yeah. I, That's ten, fir- 10 years ago, we'd have been going, yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's pulling. Well, he's jumped. He's jumped the shark, man. He's that guy yeah. now. He's, you know, he's our, he is our living legend. Kerr Bush, the same thing. You know, we, we got those guys hanging around. I didn't get to listen to it much because I ended up listening to the radio on the way here to make sure I wasn't driving into a tornado. But Jimmy is the guest on Junior's Download uh, this yeah, week. They got and some stories. I've already read one of them. I, I listened to just the start of Jimmy, but just the Junior's so much fun to listen to. I, I, I love that podcast. I, I think it's the best NASCAR podcast out there. There was a consistently uh, the best NASCAR podcast out there. Yeah, There's it's some, good. Nate Ryan has some really great ones. There's definitely some yeah. good ones at times, but I think Junior's is consistently Junior's good. Junior's is consistently good. If you want the entertainment value, he, yeah. he brings the high entertainment value. Junior's good if you're not a race fan, and, and as well as if you are a race fan. Yeah, and, you're a casual fan. See, I like Junior because I like. I don't think I liked it as much when he wasn't doing TV. I like the TV side of things and his explanation of that. He's doing really well with his, his post race media work that he's been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we had all kinds of stuff happen in this race. Uh, Kyle Busch blue motor. Um, again, you know, we mentioned it didn't have the car to win at the, at that point, but was working toward that Mm -hmm. likely would have been a contender. He won the day before, um, probably had the grumpiest 
victory celebration I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason why is going to come up in our do we care topic here in a few minutes. He's such a grump. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle Larson had a great car all day and, and yeah, just, yeah, I put in the, it. yeah, I put in the notes. He blew another opportunity. He yep. again has That's to blame the story himself. of Kyle Larson. That's his whole season. Yeah. And they're bringing fast pieces and he finds a way to wreck them. Kyle Larson used too much luck in the sprint car race. Yes. On Thursday. Was it Thursday, yeah. Wednesday night? Uh, yeah, I think it was Thursday night. He won that. Yeah. <laughs> That replay was insane. Yeah, that was some great racing, by yeah, the way. That short track they built in inside Indianapolis is phenomenal. Midget sprints are great. Yeah. Anywhere. Some big crashes awesome. and craziness. The chili great. the chili bowl's on my list of things I've oh, got to do eventually. Very good. I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon, but Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh Ryan Newman gets in. Daniel Suarez out. I'm gonna say, um, I called it James. You did. <laughs> I thought Newman was gonna yeah, I, right I think you, you you talked me into it last week because of the way that Ryan Newman's just been bulldog. Mm-hmm. He's just uh, that's my my, my nickname for him all season. He's he did just it a all bulldog. Day. He just he was just in front of people. Oh, hold. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ellie. <laughs> You're what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right, we'll pause. Pause him for just a second. <laughs> Okay, we can we can whenever you're ready to go back live. I can't remember where we left off. I'll just say welcome back, James. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um Dad duty. Yeah, it is freaking downpouring. Right and now it's downpouring. Too. Yeah. We we're we are battling you know, we're doing really well. We're powering through. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Exactly. Exactly. It's because it's the only chance we have all week. My rest yeah. of my week is booked. It's ridiculous. Um so Daniel Suarez misses the cut. Um Bubba Wallace almost played the spoiler. Yeah. He was trying. Third place finish for Bubba, right? He finished third. He finished third, yeah. And, and he was flying at the end. There's a, there's a video, an overhead shot of him. He gets a massive run down the backstretch, mm-hmm. and he's just. It looked a little bit like Days of Thunder. He's inside. He's outside, <laughs> making passes and just phenomenal racing from Bubba Wallace. Um, and then you played it at the intro, but he took some shots at his Twitter haters. Yeah, I well, loved it. I have more of that. So here's Sweet. here's the beginning of his interview with uh, NBC, which I don't. This didn't air during the actual broadcast. It was during. I the didn't see it. I, I wasn't. I was off to. It was. Lions I saw everybody throwing a fit a on social media about the fact that he wasn't on the post race. So they yeah. switched. It. NBC does a pretty good job of when it's on NBC, they switch over to NBCSN. Yep. You can't criticize NBC for not giving the post race. They coverage. give enough. They give a ton of it in their post and race. Football's show. You coming. Just, you have to flip the channel to get it. It was opening day of the NFL and yeah. they had, they have the primetime game of the week. Right. So, I mean, they've got stuff that NBC's yeah. got programming ready to roll. Exactly. So here's what Bubba had to say. I don't know. It's not supposed to happen. According to Twitter, we're supposed to run 25th to 30th all week and crash cars. It's pretty banged up. But King, the King, come down, and give me a big bear hug. I haven't had one of those hugs since the 500 last year. So you know, it's a special day and special weekend when he's when he's excited. He's not sitting on the plane already waiting on us. <laughs> I love Bella. Yeah. <laughs> Think about what he's working with and some of the runs that he's had. Yeah, you and I are bubble truthers, man. We think if he just got a if he just got a decent uh, shot at it, yeah, he'd be in pretty good shape. Yeah. You know, he he could make something happen. He could be a De Benedetto. I was going to say there's a guys pretty good ride that opened up for about ten seconds today. Yeah, and that <laughs> didn't happen. Yeah, it's not happening for him. Yeah, so we'll get to that coming up too. Um, trying to think, anything else in this race that's worth really talking about? Again, mm-hmm. we talked about the intensity. Oh, I have one thing. Um, I love NBC. I love the things that they're trying, and I I'm a gigantic fan of Mike Bagley. And I really like the the radio style broadcast. At but here first. it comes. Here it comes. I'm just done with it. Yeah. You know, here's the problem with it for me is it's it's too gimmicky. And Junior hates it, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's well, he told a story on on his 
a podcast about why he hated at Pocono because his, the door was ripped off of his bus <laughs> right underneath him, about 50 yards away from him. When, anyway, um, it's just so it, it's neat because it sounds cool. But the problem is, is you've got, especially when Mike's doing it, because Mike's used to doing radio and that's, yeah. it's nothing against him, but he's describing what you're already seeing. Yeah. And I don't need to know what I'm already seeing. This is why I like when I go to a race, I flip the scanner over to the TV broadcast yeah. versus the radio broadcast because I don't want play by play. I want analysis. Yeah. And maybe that's just me. Maybe that's a unique thing for me. I'm glad they only do it a couple times a year. I wish they did it once a year and that was it. It works on a road course. It does work on the road course. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it needs to go away I, on the road courses, but on, on an oval track, I didn't think it worked at Pocono. Yeah. I don't think it works here. I don't think it's anybody's fault. I think you hire Mike Bagley because you want the Mike Bagley yeah, experience, right? Exactly. And he and you don't want him to change. No, do your thing exactly, and yeah. that's and that's fine. It's just maybe not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, and and I don't. I hate to be that guy that's got to find something to bitch about because it's you know it's still cool. I I'm not gonna say I'm not watching. It's NBC not ruining the experience. It's, no, it's right? not. Yeah. I just think we miss out on something with the radio style broadcast. I noticed that. Can't remember if it was Pocono this year. Or if it was, I think it was Indy last year. I noticed that we were missing out on storylines that you don't. You're, you're not seeing because mm-hmm. or they're not talking about because they're doing this radio style thing and they yeah. do a good job of doing it part of the race and then going to the tradi- traditional style. Otherwise, the one thing I do love about it is when there's a wreck in the corner of one of the one of the announcers and they just interrupt the broadcast yeah. and scream into the that's cool. Yeah. I love that. I love when Mike Bagley says he pounds the outside <laughs> safer barrier. Yeah. I love that. That's one of my yeah. favorite. Yeah. You know, so that just reminds every time it's like. Somebody always wrecks when you listen to the radio broadcast. Somebody always wrecks under Dave Moody. Oh yeah, and Dave Moody's call of a wreck is just spectacular every time. So <laughs> yeah. um, it, it could go, but yeah. if they keep it, I'm not going to complain. I like about hearing it. the MRN guys, so it doesn't. Yeah, I me. love seeing Mike Bagley get the opportunity to be on TV. That's awesome yeah, and, for and sure. great for him. And again, it's nothing he's doing. It's really nothing anybody is doing wrong. I just feel like we're missing something with it. Right. So uh, with that, it's the playoffs, James. Yeah, man. We have our playoff grid. You know, we one thing we should mention, yes. that Keselowski wreck, really quick. Yeah, let's before talk we, about Before that. we close out on India, I should mention yeah. that. He pounded that thing. He did. And then got out of the car, and Matt Weaver pointed this out, and I was thinking it. Mm-hmm. Why did he climb out of the car when it was tipped up on the tires like that? I don't know, because that car could have rolled right over on I mean, I, I, I trust Brad's judgment, I yeah. guess, but... That was pretty scary. Yeah, generally, when your car is not on all four tires, you want to get out as quick as just, possible. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe he should have stayed in there. Yeah, and, I think so. And Indianapolis is already looking at how to fix that issue. But. Yeah, actually, the I think the president of Indianapolis Speedway already said he wants to he's yeah. gonna sit down with Brad and yeah. talk about, get some suggestions from yeah, him. Yeah, that was probably one of the big moments of the race. I think we, I just felt like we should probably mention that. That uh, that wall is terrible. It's It's been hit before. Those tires have been hit before. They were mm-hmm. hit last year. Pretty sure they've been hitting IndyCar, too. Oh, yeah. Um. As a matter of fact, I know they were hitting the What about the pit this entrance pit wall at Indianapolis? It's just okay. there. So let's, since you brought this up, Brad had a good point, and I, I agree with him. Indianapolis Motor Speedway was the forefront of safety mm-hmm. with the safer barriers, mm-hmm. but they never moved from that point. Right. We have still, most of the walls do not have safer barriers on them. All right. the straightaway walls do not have safer barriers on them. Um, we it's have a that lot of racetrack. God awful. Yeah, exactly. We got just that, for the record. We have that God awful pit wall, the pit entrance, the cars can spin off that same spin that Brad Keselowski did. They can do on the other end of the track and turn forward and go right onto pit road. Yep. Pit roads too small. We, I, I can't tell you how scary that Jimmy Johnson wreck was on pit road. Jimmy Johnson's cr- pit crew. There's there. no room. Chase Elliott gets turned around 
And as Chase Elliott's car is sliding toward him, all I can think is Jeff Bodine back in, in Jeff Bodine and Bill Elliott when Bill yep. Elliott's crew member was killed. Yep. I mean, they're going a lot slower than they went back then, but still, if they would, if somebody would gotten pinned it's a there. small pit road. Those cars are still going 55. Exactly. Or whatever the, whatever the speed is. But exactly. When a car is driving by you at 55 miles an hour. Yeah, so. go stand on the highway and yeah, tell me fast. what it's like when the cars go by you. That's yeah, that's really pit road fast. speed, man. If you've never stood on pit road, they go fast. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Um, they need to do some work there, and, and I get it. It's an in, it's a historic facility. We don't want to change too much. Whatever. I'm yeah. sorry. His, yeah. History doesn't mean crap if people are getting hurt. Nobody yeah. got hurt. Yep. But we're. Risking. I know we only won there once a year for Cup, but yeah. you know IndyCar, IndyCar more so than even Cup is more dangerous. And this track is already super dangerous because of the 90 yeah. degree turns. And we saw some crashes this weekend, and that F3. I mean, I know I had sent you that yeah. F3 crash. <laughs> Which, if you guys haven't seen that, just Google F3 crash and you'll come across it. But Well, we're talking about Brad's crash. And Brad's crash looked spectacular, but Landon Castle's crash. Landon Castle's was hard. That and was, he was hurting. That was the about the hardest hit you can, you'll can you see in NASCAR. Yeah. So Glad everybody's okay. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, what, I don't know what's going on with Indy with these wrecks, but, man, guys are taking some poundings out there. It's turned into quite the uh, quite the place, I'll yeah. tell you. And there's not – like, you, I mean, not, it's not just pit road that doesn't have a lot of room. That track is there's no not room. a lot of room there. No, if somebody wrecks on the front stretch, you take out everybody. Yeah. I mean, we you're, saw that a couple years ago. You're driving 190 miles an hour into a 90-degree turn is really what you're doing. Yeah, and the, the other thing with Indy, too, is – is um, and I heard Junior, Junior talked about it in his podcast. I saw some people post on Reddit about it as well. From the TV broadcast, it looks like the tenants sucked again. And first of all, you got to track the seats. Two hundred thousand people. You're never gonna. It's never. Gonna you're not good. gonna put two hundred thousand people in there. So no matter what you do, yeah, hundred thousand people could show up, which is a really good crowd. Yeah, it's still gonna look empty. Yeah. Um, that being said, your camera shots get the lower part of the grandstand mm-hmm. on the front stretch. And everybody wants to be high because you everybody can't see wants it. To be high in the turns. Can't because see yeah, you can't see the back stretch. There's no seat in at Indianapolis. Hell, even the spotters can't see the whole track. That's right. They use two spotters on each side of the pagoda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did like, you see my tweet I retweeted from NASCAR Man this week? Uh, Dale Jr.'s qualifying lap? No, I did not. Okay, so NASCAR Man, go to my Twitter if you have if if you want to see it. It just shows the 2006 qualifying and they kept breaking the track record and the mm-hmm. PA announcer, you know, every time they would and it's a new track record <laughs> and they were doing that, but um what I noticed was the grandstands for qualifying were jam packed. It yeah. is it is a startling scene to see. There must have been over a hundred thousand people there for that wow. for that qualifying lap. So please just go to my Twitter and, and take it's a look. It's crazy to just go to Michigan and see the qualifying crowd anymore because it used people used but qualifying used to matter. Yeah. You know, you used it's to get, different times now. You used to get fifty or sixty cars yeah. show up for a race. Yeah. People go home. It was actually yeah. worth watching. Yeah, and we can talk about this till the yeah. day is over. But Junior said on his podcast this week, and I agree with him, we're we're turning a corner. Things are starting to get better, attendance is starting to get better, but you're it's, not gonna get you're not gonna go from forty thousand people showing up last year to two hundred thousand people. It's this not year. It's, it's not gonna happen. We're never gonna get that attendance no. again. No. We had the boom and that's fine. Yep. We've we've settled back into a good spot. Yep. Indianapolis 500 gets the attendance because of the yep. history behind the race. Brickyard 400 is never going to have that history right. um, as much as the NASCAR drivers and NASCAR and Indianapolis want think, it to. Think about sports fan bases really quick. Who's What's the most passionate sports fans out there of any of the major sports? Football? Not football. Okay. Hockey. Yeah, and they, that's true. They defend their sport to the to the T, man. That's true. And they are super passionate. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Not that many people go to NHL games. I'm no, sorry to say. Especially not in Detroit. But they are rowdy. Yeah. yeah. But they are rowdy and they love their sport. And if we're NASCAR fans, who cares if it's 200,000 yeah. or if it's 40,000? If, if you're a 40,000 
crowd, bring the rowdiness, man. Yeah, we, bring talk, the we talked about that here. That who gives a crap how many people are showing up? I don't up care. People are making money. NASCAR's making money. Yeah, it's easy to get in and out of the track. I don't care. Yep, We're exactly. Good. <laughs> who cares? All right, so let's get to this playoff. Moving to the playoffs. Yep. Let's roll. So we'll quick, quick run down to 16 that made the playoffs. Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, Kurt Busch, uh, Alex Bowman, Eric Jones, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, and Ryan Newman. The Rocket Man. Yes. So we have on our website, if you go to the superspeedway.com, the show notes are up there, and there's a link to the printable playoff grid. You can fill out your playoff grid and join us in our bracket challenge. We do it every year, yep. James is going to take control of this and uh, and award points for everybody. Um, James, give us the rules on this. Okay, I'm going to keep it simple. If you advance any driver you pick that advances to the round of 12 and the round of eight, those are five points per round. So simple. You get a reward of points for driver. You pick a driver and they don't make it. You don't get points for that driver. There you go. You get them to the final four, 15 points per driver. And if you pick the champion, you get 25 points. Last year we did right and wrong and it was okay. I can't remember who won the dang thing, but we just do this for fun. It's kind of like our fantasy league, which is not fun for me and Eric, <laughs> but <laughs> no. uh, just something we want you guys to do. Um, but what we decided was if you want to print your bracket and scan it and email it or whatever you want to do, fill it out online or just text it. Um, just email the super at gmail.com and I'll keep track of the brackets. We'll announce our, we'll announce our winners at the end of the season. There you go. I'll, and then we'll go, I'll go round by round and give everybody an update where we're at. Okay. And we'll, uh, we'll go through our brackets here in just a second. Um, and uh, Ellie is wants Ellie to, wants to come and say goodnight. Are you going tonight? <laughs> oh, you're gonna play in your room? Cool. Can I have a hug? So we just took a break, um, and I don't know still what I was gonna say. Ellie had to say goodnight. <laughs> so we, we goodnight. just finished the rules, and, and again, yes. we'll just say uh, one more time: email the superspeedway at gmail.com. Get your brackets in. Um, like Eric said, we'll have the we have the link in the show notes. You can get everything there. Um, and then, yeah, we'll pick drivers and we'll have some fun. There we go. So let's talk about our playoff grid, James. Um, I think the way we've done this in the past is we kind of go back and forth, right? We do. Yeah. We, uh, we, we each, we pick it, you know, you, you'll say your driver. And if I have that driver, we'll maybe discuss it for a quick second. Right. Um, and then we'll talk about our differences as well. Okay. Um, Las Vegas, Richmond and Charlotte are our first three races. Charlotte is our cutoff to the go Roval to Charlotte. Yes. The right. Roval of Charlotte. Yes. Uh, that's our cutoff for the round of 12. Uh, I'm going to go down a couple of them here because I know we're both. Yeah, we got a lot of them. We both have Kyle Busch, right? Yes, we do. Denny Hamlin. Yep. Martin Truex Jr. That's right. Kevin Harvick. Yep. Okay. We're safe to say those four we've got. Um, I have Joey Logano. I do too. Okay. How about Brad Keselowski? I have Keselowski. Chase Elliott. I have Chase Elliott. Kurt Busch. I do not have Kurt Busch. Okay. I have Kurt Busch slipping through. He's my, he's one of my sleepers here. And here's where I may have erred on that. Okay. Richmond. Yeah. He... Probably will be pretty strong at Richmond. Yeah, he'll be good at Richmond. Um, I had to figure. I had somebody has to come out of that group, and I just don't know about Kurt. I mean, he's been pretty good all year. He's consistent, um, but there's some guys coming up behind him that I like a little bit more. Okay. Um, how about Eric Jones? I have Eric Jones. I think he's coming, coming quick. I have him as well. Kyle Larson. I have Kyle Larson. I think I I can't remember did he didn't make this round last year right this was the one he no he did remember he that's right that's at the right. last at lap the very, of the Roval yes and that's he was right. driving on three wheels yep. and made it and knocked Johnson out um how about Ryan Blaney I have Ryan Blaney how about William Byron 
I do not have Byron. I figured you wouldn't have Byron either. So Byron He's is going to be fast. We Byron is my is my last one. That's my twelfth one. Okay. Um, I don't know. It was it was tough. So who are your two that you have that are different than mine? All right. So I had uh, Bowman. Okay. I think Bowman's just been consistent and he's going to run Vegas well. Um, I. Not so sure about how he's going to do with the role. Well, that's kind of a wild card for us. We, we're just kind of guessing at I that point. I went back and forth on Bowman and Byron. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I went with Blaney, too. He's a great road course racer. Yeah. So I kept him on this in this round. Yeah, I didn't think about Bowman in that aspect. But he's just consistent. Bowman's just been consistent. It's probably a better pick than Byron. Just for some reason, I just felt like Byron over Bowman. Yep, yep. Uh, and then I wanted to get somebody up into the top 12, and I think Eric Almarola is going to okay. make it on. Um, I don't like the way Clint Boyer has been running. Ryan Newman's a great story, but I just can't see him making it out of this round with this competition. This is going to be this. These teams are all going to take it up a level. Yeah. And I don't know what Roush Fenway can do to get Ryan Newman any more support than they're already giving him. That team, I think, is giving everything they got right now. That's true. Um, yeah. I like I said, Bowman and Byron. I could go back and forth on. Um, I just I feel like Kurt Busch gets in. I, I feel like Kurt Busch is running too good. To yeah, me. of all these drivers, he's probably if from from Bowman, Almarola, uh, maybe even Blaney, he's probably the best driver. Not moving on for me. He's he's pretty dang good, man. He's had I think a good. He's just season. got no pressure. Yeah, he really there's, doesn't. There's no pressure. And he's got Kurt. fast cars. Yeah. I could see where this is probably going to be a mistake on my end, but I, you know, like I said, somebody there's always something we don't quite expect, right? And I feel like a lot of these guys are locks, man. Like Brad Keselowski's not going to go on. Come on, he's right. making it. Eric Jones has been on a roll. I can't take him out. Yeah, so, that's I. I went. I mean, I didn't take really much for risks. That's probably yeah. the biggest risk I took was William Byron in the yeah. round twelve. Otherwise, I didn't take any. Um, let's see if we end up with the same eight though here. Yeah, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be interesting. I, I've got a little bit of a surprise here coming up. So okay. uh Kyle Bush we both have, I'm yep. assuming. Yep. Uh Denny Hamlin. That's right. Martin Jerks Jr. I do have him as well. Kevin Harvick. Yep. How about Joey Logano? I have Joey Logano. How about Brad Keselowski? I have Brad Keselowski. How about Chase Elliott? I have Chase Elliott. Wow, you have Chase Elliott. How about Eric Jones? I do not have Jones. Who do you have taking Jones's place? I have Kyle Larson. Interesting. See, yeah. I feel like Larson's gonna do the Larson thing. Mm-hmm. And he's just not going to do it. Yep. I like him at Dover. Okay. That's I good, like him at Dover. Yeah. And I think he'll be a fast piece at Kansas. Taldig is our wild card here. Yep. So I, this is what I love I about the round. Eric Jones is so good right now. He's been really good. I know. I think he's. I know. Eric Jones is good enough. To, I don't know. Can you point your way into t- round eight? I mean, you can. Yeah. But can he point his way enough into the round eight? I don't know. I don't know. That's the that's the problem I have with Talladega in this round. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Talladega is a crapshoot. You never know. Yeah, um, and heck, somebody out of the top twelve could win Talladega. And, yeah, and well, shoot, Eric Jones could win one of these races, and it's I mean, as good as he's been running, it's yeah, I don't know. I had to pull somebody out of there. I love Chase Elliott at Kansas. Yeah. I mean, I think that's an obvious pick there. Um, I love Harvick at Dover. Chase is good at Dover too. Yep, Chase is great at Dover. This is his round. He won two of these races yep. last year. Yep. Um, but I love Larson at Dover as well. Even though he's had his issues, he's still got fast cars, just like Kurt Busch. The same argument. I'm kind of um, playing devil's advocate or whatever, however you want to play it. I'm I'm splitting the deck of I'm blackjack, I guess, with the Ganassi cars. But I'll I'll take Larson over over Kurt in that instance. I feel like Kurt Busch has a better chance of getting through than Larson does. Probably. I think I, I don't, think Kurt Busch has wrong. made himself not just because he's won a race this year, but I think Kurt Busch has made himself the top Ganassi yeah. car this year. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. 
he's been more consistent for sure. And he's got the wind in his back, back pocket. All right. So how about you do the top four? Who's your top four? Okay. Kyle Busch. Yep. Denny Hamlin. Yep. Kevin Harvick. Yep. Oh, here's where I'm going to surprise you. I'm going with Larson. Really? <laughs> yeah. I got one wild card in here because somebody always sneaks around that you don't quite think is going to make it. Hmm. And this is definitely reaching. I, I know. Who is your next pick after Larson? Let's say you I would, Larson. Yeah, I would have to say Martin Truex Jr. I want Brad Keselowski. You think so? Yeah. I don't know why I don't. I just don't feel like we're going to have three JGR cars in the final It's four. going to be pretty dang tough to get three in there. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. That's why I didn't want to pick them. But and I'm knocking out Joey Logano here. And same here. I mean, Martinsville's on there. He won that last year. Well, and I went back and forth with Logano and Kozlowski. There's just something not quite there with those guys, yeah. right? I mean, there's That's something true. there. That's true. But Harvick's on. I like Harvick over the Penske guys. Yeah. And him and, and Rodney Martinsville, which is a Truex race. I feel like Kevin Harvick finds his way into that dang Homestead race every year too. That's because he got ISM. Yep, and that's part you know, of it. Yeah. And Kyle's going to be great there. Yep. Um, Denny's going to be good at Martinsville. Denny's good everywhere this year. You can't really. Denny doesn't really have a weak spot right now. No, he's I, been well. Who's, who's your pick? <laughs> well, I said I think you and I agree. <laughs> I think this is the year. I think it is too. I think this is the year. I got. If Denny he's ever going to do it, if he's ever going to do it, Eric. Yep. This is it. Yep, he's been too good this year. Um, then again, we've already said that that doesn't matter with yep. this format. But yep, and I think Kyle Busch finds a way to screw it up. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I not just Kyle Busch, the eighteen team. Yeah, I agree with that. They should have well. won the dang thing last year. Yep. And anything other than a championship for Kyle Busch at this point in his career is is just the worst. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's the thing is he should just win a championship every year. So. He should. He's the best driver out there and yeah. he's got the best cars. Yep. But Agreed. somehow, some way that 18 car figures out a way not to win the championship. Yep. They should have won the last couple. Yeah, they really should have. He should have, he should be at least tied with Tony Stewart and champ. I think he's left a couple championships on the, and he's yeah. going to regret it. Yeah. When he, so. when it comes down to the, his end of his career. And yeah. He, when he, when he wins seven championships and he could have won an eighth or a ninth. I don't think he'll get that many, but man, I don't think so either. No, I think the, the windows closed on him winning that many titles, I think especially windows, with this format. The windows closed on anybody winning that. Many Nobody's titles. getting a seven. Again. Although we didn't think anybody would when Jimmy won them. Well, every the, year, yeah, but. but Jimmy won it under different circumstances than this. This is yeah. more of a, if you get three congratulations to NASCAR for finally figuring out a format that Jimmy yeah. can't win in another, you know, exactly. <laughs> Although he did win it though. Yeah, you're right. He did win. You're one. Right. He, he did. did win one. That's right. Um, they changed it up a little bit though. with stage so, points and all that. That's now. true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I would mention too, is every year it seems like we're getting a different championship winner. We don't have any repeat winners since Stewart. Yeah. Um, well, it's Stewart and Johnson. I should, right. we keep forgetting Jimmy. What is wrong with us? <laughs> I don't know. Um, We've but anyway, over the last, uh, yeah. So since, well, you could say you could say it this way. Since Tony Stewart won in 2011, we haven't had any repeat winners since that point. I right. think that's what I was trying to say. Um, so that would that would rule out in in theory that would rule out Harvick and Bush off my board, and yeah. Denny Hamlin would be the next guy up. So um, I don't know if it how the racing gods are going to play that out, but yeah, you know that's just the way it's been. Somebody comes out of nowhere, and Denny Hamlin's really good at Homestead, and I'll I'll take my odds with him. I'm looking at the list of the top 16 and I really only see like, I don't, I see like one and I'm not going to name who it is, but I, I see like one that I'd be disappointed with winning the championship. One guy. Yeah. I think just one guy. Clint Boyer. Nope. No. I'm oh, Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer. He'd be a great champion. You think, a great you, think, champion. you think Brad Keselowski was fun after winning the championship? Right. Can you imagine the party with Clint Boyer if he wins yeah. the championship? He's not going to, but 
Let me let me name a couple of names and you tell me if it, okay. Let's say let's do it this way. I'll name a name and you say I was say, trying not to incriminate anybody. <laughs> we'll play the would you be shocked if they won the championship game. Okay, that's, okay? that's a fun game. Would you be shocked? So I'm taking I'm taking a few guys off the board. Hamlin, yeah. uh Bush, Truex, Harvick, Logano and Keselowski. Yeah. All right, let's start from here. Chase Elliott, would you be surprised? Surprised, not shocked. Surprised, not shocked. I like that. Kurt Busch. No. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised? I don't think so. Wow, you got, you're really high on Kurt. Yeah, I like Kurt. Okay, good. Alex Bowman. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I would too. I'd be pretty shocked. Eric Jones. No, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't I either. Wouldn't be. I think Eric yeah. Jones is a sleeper. He's, he's in a those. yeah, he's in a select group. I'm yep. and I'm disappointed in myself for not putting him in the run of eight. I'm instantly regretting that. <laughs> uh Kyle Larson. What do we think about Kyle Larson? I got him in the final four, but he's kind of a sleeper for me. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think I'd be surprised even to see him do it. If he got to he the final four, right? There. Yeah, he's got to get to the final four. That's what we, I've been four. saying for her three years. Yep. Get to the final four. Which is why it's funny that you have him in the final four, but not winning the championship. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Trust me, he'll he'll mess it up if he gets there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, we'll do a one uh, one more driver. The other ones I'm not sure are legit contenders at all. Uh, Ryan Blaney. Surprised? Yeah. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, I'd be so Eric Jones seems like Blaney just the, Yeah, Blaney just hasn't shown enough to yeah. me. Jones has just been good enough. I mean Yeah. He's, not great. Good, not great, but good enough. He's good enough to where he could go on a tear. Kind of like Joey Legal last year. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's good enough where he could go bit. on a tear. Is he gonna would he point his way into it to have a shot? No. Probably not. He's gotta win some races. Yeah. Um, but I would not be surprised to see Jones click off three races in the championship. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It just I he's he's been there. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, I'd that say I'd, the same for Chase. Well, it's funny that I'd say differently about Bowman because Bowman's been there a lot too. Mm-hmm. And they both um, have one win. Yeah, but I just don't see I, – I, let's put it this way. I would be less surprised to see Eric Jones win a championship than Chase Elliott this year. Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think Jones so. got a better shot. It, part of it too is he's racing Joe Gibbs racing. That equipment. too. That's that's that a big hurt. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that but I mean that's all part of it. That's a piece of the puzzle. It's a team sport in that in that sense. Yep. So um but I again I wouldn't be surprised if Chase Elliott won a title. Um if he got hot at the right time. We've seen him get streaky. Yeah. Um so yeah, you know, who knows? But we don't have long to figure it out. Can you believe ten weeks left in the we season? Have ten weeks to go. That is insane. Uh, let's get on to the news. We don't have a whole lot. Uh, I'll really quick buzz through the thing we don't have on the list here, which is that it looks as if, um, Christopher Bell is going to get signed in the 95 car. Two Not really away. news. We already knew that. Yeah. Um, but we were kind of surprised today, sort of, because we, there we were, talked about this on the podcast. There were the rumors. So, so Paul Menard had a press conference at Kentucky and there was a big swarm of media. You were at that press conference at that press conference. And I thought for sure. Menard's going to announce his retirement because there were rumors at that time that he was going to retire at the end of the season. And then it turned out to be just a sponsorship thing with Quaker state. And it was, who cares? No big deal. Yeah. Um, and then he had another press conference at Michigan and again, no announcement, just another, you know, yeah. Ford thing I think was there. And, uh, we find out today that Paul Menard is retiring mm-hmm. at the end of the season. Oh, it didn't load fast. Come on, come on. <laughs> filibuster, filibuster. There you go. This is for James. Yes. I'm, you know, to be honest, I'm going to miss that little guy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, I texted, uh, actually Todd hopped on the group chat with us on Facebook and, uh, he said, how about Matt DiBenedetto? And I'm like, even better, Palmenar retired. Yeah, I was pretty happy that I saw the news before James did today. You did, you beat me to it. Yeah, so Matt DiBenedetto was getting a 21 card. I completely just, I did not expect that. Don't part. you remember us talking about this like 
five or six episodes ago. Probably, but we talked about it. Like you were talking about where can he go, and yeah. I was like, "What about the twenty-one? And yeah. we both thought we we both kind of ruled it out. We're like, "No, Paul said he's coming back. We yeah. have to take him for his word, right?" Right. Man, sports in twenty nineteen is so flung. I mean, if if we've learned anything from Andrew Luck and Antonio Brown, right? Nothing is safe in sports. Yeah. Even if your name is Menard and you sponsor your a race car, you could be out. So how big of a deal for Matt DiBenedetto is this? Oh, this is, now it's a one-year deal. But he's in a Penske car. He's in a Penske car. I mean. He upgrades his equipment. Big I mean, time. Yeah. This is. He's in, a Pens- he's is in the, the Penske house. This is the step he needed. I mean, this is the one that we were like last week going. This was it. He, he can't. There's nobody there's there. Nowhere there's nowhere for him to go. For him to go. This yeah. is it. Yeah. I mean, how amazing is yeah, that? Yeah, we, we thought he'd take David Reagan's spot maybe. But he said yep. he had parameters on where he would go. And. He wasn't going to take that ride. So does he win a race next year? I know this is completely just throwing in. Man, I said he'd win a race this year. I still think he might. Yeah, um, he could. I don't know. It's tough. It's it's a the sport can be this can take it from you and just as fast <laughs> as it can give it to you. You know. Yep. Um, but I think he's got a good shot. Yeah, I think he could He'll definitely have the better best shot he's ever had. This is it, man. Daytona. Yep, he'll be good. Daytona, in Daytona. 500. Can you imagine Matt Benedetto first win Daytona 500? Yeah, first. You know, First Wood ride. Brothers gets back in victory lane at, at Daytona after yep. 2011. Yep, after the Bane. Ah, oh, dang. Yeah, it'd be good. I'm excited um, for, for Matt. All this kind of fell into place for Matt. I, I love this for him. Um, mm-hmm. Ross Chastain's probably kicking himself a little bit. Like, yeah. this could have been him in a different in a different world as, yep. you know, now Kurt Busch looks like he's going to stay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, it, Matt Benedetto. you know, if you're not rooting for this guy already, start thinking about it because yep. this, he workhorsed his way to a mm-hmm. top tier ride. Yep. Not only that, but he also took risks. You Bet know, on himself. He bailed. I mean, not really bailed, but he he left a ride that essentially was he took a risk. Yeah. I'm betting it on himself. Just wasn't going to work for him. Yep. Anymore. He couldn't do anything else there, and just I mean, bet on that he'd find something in a yep. sport that is almost impossible to find something in. Yep. And ma- got the deal with Levine and. Yep. Now he's been able to prove himself this year in that car and show what he can do there in a car yep. that Casey Kane struggled in. Yep. And he navigated this move years in advance. Just if if things break a little bit differently, he this never happens no. for him. It think about how what happened to Ross Chastain. That's the complete opposite of what's happening to Matt Benedetto. Yeah. <laughs> Chastain has done the same thing. Yeah. Put his money in DC Solar or put his uh you know, put his career in the hands of DC Solar and yeah. all of a sudden he's down on the truck series. Doing very well, mind you. Right. But now Matt Benedetto, we've seen what he what he's capable of. Yeah. And now he's got uh you know, he's got Penske equipment to to really show what he's got. Um huge, yeah. huge for this guy, man. And this is this is the way to climb the ladder in NASCAR now. Unless you're bringing a ton of sponsorship, and Matt's not bringing a ton of sponsorship, but he gets to keep Menards. Menards is going to stick with him. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. And Menards is a big partner with Penske, so um, man, what a perfect spot for him. Yep. Really well done. Really happy for this guy. Um, just a great, just a great story for NASCAR. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's a spot for him. I don't expect Keselowski to step out anytime real soon, but there's always potential there. Um, you never know. Penske could always throw another car in. They've got one open car. They've I mean, got an open slot. Yeah. But the 21 basically is a Penske car anyway. If you go to the Penske shop, you see the 21 car there. Yep. yep. 
Um, so and Logano's not going anywhere. No, he's going to be there for another fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, Logano is going to finish his career at Penske. I think so. More yeah. than likely. More than likely. Yep. Um, and Blaney's a young buck too, so the yeah. only run is Keselowski. But he's kind of like Denny Hamlin. He's, I could see Blaney's days being numbered there. Not anytime if soon. If he doesn't perform, or next two years, yeah, he could be a hot. You know, you know what I was thinking too is Stuart Haas at some point is going to start gobbling up young talent. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of young talent out there that can be gobbled up. So yeah, I think Stuart Haas is going to be a player for some free agency guys uh, in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, Daniel Suarez, you think he's going to stay there? After, after this year, I think Stuart Haas probably has no, no other choice but to keep him for another year. Yeah. And it looks like... Uh, it takes his little money. I know. Well, out. I mean, look at what's going on with the Boyer stuff. Rush Truck Centers is basically saying we want him to stay. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, yeah, yeah, Stuart Haas is kind of stuck with their lineup for now, which it's a good lineup, um, but you'd rather be Joe Gibbs. You'd, right. you'd probably rather be Hendrick yeah. with, with the drivers you got. But yep. either way, they've got Kevin Harvick, and they're competing for championships. They'll be fine. Yep. Uh, let's go back to Indianapolis for a minute. I should have moved this up in the notes, but uh, quick do we care topic. So a lot of talk this week about how Indianapolis Motor Speedway and NASCAR was essentially begging drivers. It was actually announced in a driver's meeting not to do burnouts on the yard of bricks on the front stretch at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, Kyle Busch won the Xfinity race, did not do a burnout, did not even do, all he did was turn around. Actually, no, he didn't even do that. He just drove down pit road and went to victory lane and was the grumpiest winner since Paul Menard at Michigan (laughs) (laughs) several years ago when I turned on Paul Menard. Um, So do we care about this? I kind of care, but here's the thing. There's some hollow ground there. Yeah. If Indianapolis asks you, please don't burn out on the bricks. Can you just not burn out on the bricks? My feeling is, is there is one place in the world where IndyCar takes the priority over NASCAR. Yeah. And it is Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And if Indianapolis Motor Speedway says, don't do it. Just don't do you it. You don't do it. They let you kiss the damn things. Do your burnout everywhere else. <laughs> There's, there, it's a two and a half mile track. You've got That's two one point, yard. You've got 2.4, what, 999 miles <laughs> right. to burn, do burnouts? <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. And it's, you know, I think about Indianapolis like this. It's like August National and the Masters. You don't, you you just treat places differently. It's a golf course, but it's the golf course. Right. This is a racetrack, but it's the racetrack. And it's a golf course. And it's a golf course. And it's a dirt track. And it's a dirt track. And it's a road course. It's hollow ground, man. (laughs) It's hollow ground. Yeah. Hallowed ground. Yeah. (laughs) Not hollow ground. (laughs) No, I agree. I, I so I care, but I care in in of the mindset of just knock it off. Yeah. You know, just do what they ask. Just yeah, be a gentleman about it. And Kyle Busch, yeah. come on, man, just relax. You're gonna do burnout. You're gonna he's gonna be doing a hundred more burnouts in his career. Just, just relax. So freaking grumpy. He's always grumpy. All right, let's do a quick rundown of our 2019 season this predictions. This was fun. Yeah, this is fun. So James compiled all these. James, you go through these since you did all the work on it. Yeah, so at the beginning of the season, we did some predictions, and I thought it was funny, too. Just read. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but I'm just going to read them I off. really liked the first one because I was adamant that this would, was not going to happen. Your prediction. Oh, my prediction? Happen. Yeah. So we, okay, so here we go. And the, my prediction was just to kind of mostly you, get your goat. You did, you did, <laughs> which ties into this episode, yeah. fittingly. Um, so, okay. So Funny that both of these two are in this. I'm I glad know. we saved this for you. I week. know, this is great. No, so one big gamble we had. So my gamble, Benedetto wins a race. So close. We're not done yet. He's no, not done. That's true, and, um, and you were close already. Yeah, and Eric said uh, Paul Menard makes the final four. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. I'm not going to dwell on that. Right. Um, 
Uh, teams to watch. This is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric said Richard Childress racing. God, you had your crap together at the beginning of the season. Well, we were talking a lot about DeBenedetto at the beginning of the year, That's if true. I remember. Um, and then I had Levine Family Racing as my team to watch. And really, the partnership with Gibbs is only going to get better. So they're going to be a team to watch next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but RCR, I'm trying to think if what RCR has done this year, nothing. nothing. Hemrick's been better than we thought? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, very good. I don't good. think he's been better than I thought he was going to be. Um, pick two drivers that make the playoffs who who make the playoffs this year who Sorry, let me start over. Cheese old pizza. <laughs> Pick two drivers that made the playoffs last year who will not make it in 2019. And then pick two new pre- playoff drivers. Okay. So my picks. Out, Austin Dillon and Alex Bowman. You got okay, one I was half right. right. Uh, in, Matt Benedetto and William Byron. Half I got half of those right. <laughs> I think I picked Matt Benedetto because I was certain that he might win a race at some Yeah, point. you were. I remember I mean, I that discussion. damn close to getting both of those, too. Uh-huh. Um, but Alex Bowman, I underestimate that dude every year. I've been doing it since he's been in the 88 car, and he continues to outperform my expectations. I did the same thing, yeah. though, but I underestimated yep. the guy who I said, who I'm so high on now. Yeah. Well, you were you were close. So you had out Alex Bowman and Kurt Busch, both won a race. I mean, what are you going to do? We, yeah. we didn't know what Ganassi was going to be. Right. Um, I, I, think, I thought at the time that was a pretty good argument. Um, but you had William Byron, Byron in and Daniel Suarez. You were pretty dang close on Suarez. Yeah. Um, probably should have been in, yeah. Probably. You know, but Ryan Newman came out of nowhere. Yep. Will the new rules package work? This is a great one. <laughs> uh, Eric put the question mark on yes, and I just put yes with a period. <laughs> um, I think you're probably more right. I think we're still evaluating. I don't think we so. talk about you know, it every week. You know, I'm over it. I I think that it if worked. You, if you look at the data, um, and you don't listen to the the people who hate it, like you know, you don't listen to the drivers who just. So the argument that a lot of the drivers have is it's hard to pass. Well, good. It's supposed to be hard to pass, but we're still seeing battles. Yeah. We're seeing good racing. That's what we wanted to see. We yeah. weren't looking for pack racing. We were looking for good racing. And I think the racing's better. Yeah. I think and, it needs and more to, so it's been better than it's been worse. Yeah. I think we have something to build on, yeah. but I don't, I also think that the, the teams, the big teams, they're figuring it out yeah, more. So they definitely are. But well, they're, they're also pushing the limit because we've seen more wrecks this second half yep. of the season. Um, I would be really interested to see the same package that we have at the big tracks on the small tracks. Yeah. I'd like to see the, the lower horsepower motor on a short track and see what that does. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're experimenting at this point anyway. We might as well right. go full bore with it. Uh, I think that's the weak spot of this package, honestly, is the 750 yeah. portion of it. I think yeah. the 550 works. Yeah. I think the 750 doesn't. Yeah. There are some tracks that it doesn't work great on. Um, Pocono sucks period. Yep. Just does so funny that Pocono, it works so poorly on, but India, it works good on. Yep. But I don't mm. know. Yeah. So. I think it's working as well. Um, I'm still indifferent on it, but it's working. God, we were both wrong on this one. Yeah. I don't even remember who won Atlanta. So, uh, <laughs> what, Harvey what? Did. didn't he, didn't he dominate? I can't, no, remember. he didn't. No, he didn't. Um, what will be the best race? So I said, Atlanta, Eric said auto club. <laughs> um, <laughs> Now, hold on. We're going to look at the results here really quick. So what what has been the best race so far? <laughs> oh, I'm looking at the st- schedule. Hold on. Let me think back. Boy. Chicago? No, it was. Yeah, well, Chicago was pretty good. Chicago was really good. Chicago was pretty good. Why the hell did I pick Chicago? Because mm. I thought this package wasn't going to work at Chicago. Yeah. What race was I geeking out about earlier this season that I thought was one of the best races I've ever seen? I don't remember, but we've seen some. We've seen some. Basically, look at the second half of the season. James, Kentucky was pretty good. If Kentucky I was good. 
Kentucky wasn't gr- well. Kentucky was a good race. Kentucky was was decent. Yeah. The ending was really good. Yeah. Um, I think Chicago was an all around good race. Um, we've seen some good races. Talladega was good. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yep, Talladega was good. Um, if I remember correctly too, let me see. Wasn't that Dover race that Martin Trex Jr. won really good too? There was no, like thirty eight lead changes in that race. I think race. I've liked the Dover race. And oh no, that years. was the Talladega Chase Elliott race. I'm sorry. Ah oh, man, but yeah. Either way, we were wrong. We were wrong. This racing's been good for the most part for most of the season. So worst race, New Hampshire. You probably weren't wrong at that one. Yeah, New Hampshire was pretty. Rough. I was wrong. All star race at yeah. Charlotte wasn't terrible. No, it was. That I was, thought it was good. Yeah, Larson got that win there. Um, doesn't count towards the points, but either way, he got that win. So we can't figure out whether we're right on our final four yet or not. But I, I know I'm wrong. And yeah, won't. we're gonna have to track this one again. <laughs> um, my final four. So I said uh, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, and Chase Elliott. Um, to be determined. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that I have Chase Elliott on that list right yeah. now. I would feel better with somebody else. I have. I am already wrong because um, I have Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, who's I don't think going to be there either. Joey Logano potentially. Um, and Jimmy Johnson. That's so. really good. That's really good. <laughs> well, then this goes to your champion, Eric has yeah. Johnson. I said Kyle Bush. Yeah. We're both so wrong there too. We're both picking Denny Hamlin now. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Um, but those are our preseason predictions. Um, well, I'll check back in and see how this uh, final four and championship ends up. But I just thought it was fun to look at, you know, since we're almost done with the season now, we've got 10 races to go. So there you go. All right. Uh, we go this weekend to the South Point 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. It's, it's night race, isn't it? Kind of. They're starting at late, 4 okay. o'clock. Um, okay. But it's not... I think they're going to be racing mostly under the daytime. But yeah, because if it's 4 o'clock in Vegas, it'll just be getting dark as the yeah, race ends. So I, yeah, it'll be night race for us. But it'll yeah. be fine. It starts after the Lions game. So it'll be kind of like Chicagoland was this year. It'll be twilight at the end of the race. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, do I get the first pick? You do. I get the first pick. You get the first pick this week. Um, Let's see. I am just going to... I don't freaking know. Joy Logano's got the best average finish here. Um, he I'm just going to say I'm going with Martin Truex Jr. I feel yeah. like they need to get some rhythm going, and I, I don't know. Yeah, he's been awful quiet lately. Nobody's really standing out right now as just no. going to win. Right. Um, who do you got, James? Um, if I'm going to stick to my surprise in the playoffs, I'll say Kyle Larson. He's got a good average finish here, a good starting finish, a good starting spot here. He's a 9.6 average starter, uh, seven total races, four top tens, three top fives. Hmm. Um, I see you already have your dark horse put on the show notes. We're leaving him in there. <laughs> Matt DiBenedetto is James's dark horse. Um, God, I really feel like Jimmy Johnson would be an appropriate dark horse, but he doesn't. He's count. got four wins there. <laughs> um, there's one guy who's actually pretty high up on the average finish list that is right there for you. I'm going Paul Menard. There you go. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> just for me. It'd be, you know, just uh, not not really, and not to get you all up, but he has made his retirement announcement. What better way to go out and then win the race? All the pressure's off. Yeah. Be kind of cool. Why not? Yeah. Of all the tracks, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of top tens in his career. He's got five here. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, I probably won the fantasy league because I didn't look at it, but I don't think I did. Yeah, I didn't have – I know that everything went to hell for me. <laughs> I was trying to sub guys, and it wasn't pretty. Um, but let me just pull that up really quick. This is where we stall because neither of us are prepared because we hate fantasy. We're not filibustering by any means. So. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. So – You know, I, I complained winning. so much about the website last year, but NASCAR's website is just as bad. 
So, okay, I thought I had a terrible week. Did you I, win? I won. <laughs> <laughs> Would I finish, like, last? No, next to last. Okay. I scored 165 <laughs> points. Uh, Ranger Runyon second. Scoters, Hurricane Ditka, Justin. We were all terrible, by the way. Um, and then the KB Show, 87. And then Freight Train, 82. Dang. So we Todd had, must have forgotten to pick his drivers. We, um, there, there's going to be a little bit of a swing in the overall standings. Just a second here. Uh, Ranger Runyon, he continues to pull away. He is in the lead. Justin 713 is second. Freight Train, Hurricane Ditka. And then I am right on Hurricane Dicka's tails, man. I am coming for him. So, so now we got me. playoffs. So how does the playoffs work? I we, haven't looked at how to pick drivers yet, but just a moment. Let's take a look. For the playoffs, Fantasy Live rosters would consist of two playoff and two non-playoff drivers. Yep. With no usage restrictions, lock in your playoff champion pick to earn addition, an additional 60 points. Oh, so we got a chance to make some ground up here, Eric. So you pick your playoff champion now? You pick your starters. No, but it's oh yeah, lock, lock in your, your champion. champion. Yep, so you can lock in a champion for the end of the year. Yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah, there it is. Playoff champion. Make your pick. Interesting. Hmm. Wow. I wonder if that. I wonder if you can change that at some point. I don't know. Hmm. That is that is interesting. So maybe I've got a shot. Maybe to... after the first race it locks. But yeah, so you get two playoff drivers in each. Uh, um each race and you get two non-playoff drivers and you can use a playoff driver in your garage. So there you go. here you go, boys and girls. Well, that's interesting though. Cause if you, you have to choose whether you're doing the playoff driver or non-playoff driver in your garage. That's right. right? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and it opens the field up towards the end. So, yeah. So we got a chance to make up some time, make up some uh, ground here, Eric, it's not over <laughs> by it's, any means. It's over. Um, <laughs> James, you got any shout-outs this week? Um, just a quick one. We, you had talked about Ben last week, yeah. and I had a nice little email back and forth with Ben uh, working on getting him on the show. Awesome. Um, nice guy. Had some really nice things to say about us, so I'm looking forward to uh, speaking to him in person soon. Cool. Um, I don't think I have any this week. Um, go listen to Dale Jr.'s podcast, Jimmy Johnson. The champ, the goat is on there. The goat. Worth checking out. Um, yeah, otherwise, thanks to Ben again. I pretty much thank him every week. Yep. I think we'll just do that. We'll just make that a regular part of the show. Thanks, Ben. Thanks to all of our patrons, all three of you. <laughs> hey, three. That's good. Ranger, Todd, we appreciate it. Um, with that, James, where can they find you on social media if they want to talk to you during the week? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find the podcast on there, show notes. The playoff grid is on there in today's show notes, so definitely uh, print that off, do whatever. Send us an email, let us know your grid. Um, you can find the podcast on there, show notes, coverage of races, et cetera, et cetera. Find all that on there, thesuperspeedway.com. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, wherever you heard us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. Uh, if you want to become a patron and bring our account to, I mean, only we only need three patrons to double our patrons. Nice. So that's it's all it's all it'll take, guys. Um, so do that. That would be awesome. We'd appreciate it. Uh, Patreon.com slash the super speedway. Uh, James is still lightning out the outside. I think the rain has stopped. Yeah, I think the, we're in the I think we're in the clear. There's no tornado sirens anymore. Nope. Um, I think I can safely drive back to my camper that I'm living in. <laughs> we are I told Ben this in our in the email I sent him, but man, we really are <laughs> I don't think we can describe the setup we've got going on. <laughs> I right feel now. like I should probably take a picture of this before we take it down tonight because it's just, it's just a massive cable on James's table. Yeah, and we've got our Freeland Living magazine nice. here, which is nice. Perfect. So yeah, yeah, 
It's a mess. I just come over and take over James's kitchen or dining room area. It did quiet down once Ellie went to bed. I hope everybody noticed that. Yeah. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed her input throughout the show. Um, With that, we're going to head on out of here. We'll be back next week to talk about Las Vegas and continue on with our playoff coverage. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. (laughs) 